3: because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not
0: boring.
4: A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on v the Sports Betting Network.
5: It's Holden Kushner here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm in for Danny today. we got a lot going on in the sports world, don't we? we got the NBA Finals coming up tonight. Have a best bet from there. we got some baseball news to get to. i got a best bet in baseball as well. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of everything. A lot of NFL, too. I want to break down the uh, coach of the year odds that are up on Bet Rivers. I think there's a couple selections that I like a lot. Plus, a couple of our guests will grace you with their presence, including Spread Astaire. It's not his real name. I work with him, but I have no idea what his real name is. He's with Run Pure Bets. Connor Allen from Four for Four. He said he spent 444 minutes researching all the week one through 18 lines in sports books and came up with some theories. I don't even think the lines have been up for 444 minutes. I will address that with him, but I'm sure he's got some great news coming up for us as well. But let's get into this thing. I'm out here in Denver. And if you get a chance to check it out, if you're ever betting on a Denver team, if you're betting the Stanley Cup finals. I've been doing a pretty nice job here. I'm hot in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And we're here in Denver. Our team's already in the finals. And we've had to wait. What is it? 10 to 13 day layoff. Can you imagine that? We got a week and a half to almost a two week layoff for the Avalanche just because they finished off the Western Conference finals in four games. You look on the other side last night, holy moly. Man, Tampa Bay down third period, come up with a big goal. Then, a little over a minute to go, right? I think it was over a minute to go. I was at the Gastro Pub. And then, boom, another goal and an empty netter. And it just absolutely crushed the soul of Rangers fans. And I'm here to say, I grew up a Ranger fan. I was there in 1994. I am vehemently rooting against the Rangers right now, and it has nothing to do because of your fandom. It has nothing to do because of the team. It has everything to do with, I'm sick of waiting. I'm done. This thing goes seven games. I got to wait till next Sunday for it to start, or Saturday, for Saturday to start? Are you kidding me? Let's get this over with, Tampa Bay. You're up next. Colorado's going to spank you. Let's get into today's show, though. So now you know I'm rooting for the Avalanche and against the Rangers. Just get me this game next Wednesday already. How long can we be sitting on our butts? Not good scheduling, folks. But let's get into some plays today. I have a few of them. And we'll start with the NBA Finals. And For those of you that are not really familiar with the Warriors winning every single freaking third quarter, it seems like, and they're 3-0 and here in the Finals, let me acquaint you with what is going on. The Warriors have been unstoppable in third quarters. And this is not just this year. This is not three, four years ago. I'm going back to 2015. This is a trend where the Warriors have come out and smoked the competition. Third quarter trend. Right now on BetRivers, you can find it at plus 104 to win the third quarter on the money line. And before I get into some of the, the, the ancillary stats and everything else I'll get into, you need to know that if you're betting this in-game, you're likely not going to get a better number. The number that I bet the third quarter for the Warriors in game number three was minus 109 pregame. It was minus 143 at halftime. Now, obviously, the Warriors trailed in that game. That's going to adjust it, but you're not going to get a better number in this one than you do pregame. Now, just to let you know a little bit about me, when it comes to basketball, rarely do I place a pregame bet. Rarely. Um, when I see something like this, though, I'm jumping on it. And the reason I don't bet pregame in the NBA is because you're just about always going to find a better number. You weren't going to find a much better number in game number three. Warriors came back. You might have gotten a point off of it, which really is a lot. But at this point, when we're looking at the playoffs, so many blowouts, so many double digit finishes. You know, g- going into games for me, it- it- it's tough to bet pregame when I know I'm getting a better number. 95 percent of the time. So that's just a little strategy for you. Let's go to these third quarters, though. The Warriors have outscored the Celtics 106 to 63, 106, 63, winning all three third quarters in the series. They're also 12 and seven on the money line in the third quarter this postseason. You bet them every time you're up, you're up units. You're up a minimum of four units, I suppose. And then you look at the trend. This is not a, oh, this thing just popped up in 2022 or three, four years ago. I'm saying this going back to 2015. They are number one in third quarter point differential. 2015. Now, you take the last two seasons out of it because of the injuries. But boy, when they've had the Splash Brothers on the court with Draymond, it's almost a fait accompli. So that's the first thing I'll say. In the playoffs this year, the Warriors continue to roll, plus 9.5 per 100 possessions in the third quarter. The Celtics have not been good in the third quarter of this season at minus 7.6. And I'll say this again. I'm betting this on the money line. The good thing about it, though, is that they have been so successful here. Let's just say they drop tonight. You got another game to make it up. It's just hitting at a ridiculous, ridiculous Right. Now, why has the trend stayed intact? That's the next question. Well, the third quarter is by far Steph Curry's best quarter of shooting. He's up in the 70s in true shooting percentage. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. That is astronomical. And we saw it once again in game number three. He came out, he started stroking, boom, you cashed the bet. So the best bet here, Warriors first quarter, money line, Plus 104 got some other nuggets heading into game four though, because I know that there are a lot of you, probably most of you that bet NBA pregame. Again, we're lucky uh, for those of us that do have the apps in these days, we can get our live bets in just like that. Make sure you bet during the commercial breaks though, because you're going to be behind the sports books. They're always going to have an advantage on you there. So do not bet live in the middle of a game. My other thing, (laughs) advice for you, don't do it. Wait till there's a commercial break so the book doesn't have that advantage of you on time. So, a couple other things. Warriors haven't lost back-to-back games in the playoffs. Does that matter to me? Not really. Not really. Not when it comes to this game. But I think that Celtics trend that we saw, for whatever reason, maybe it's just personal bias, I actually backed the Celtics there. So, why don't I take it more seriously on the Warriors? I don't have an answer for you. So there's you just poke a hole in me there. Warriors on the road, 3 and 5 straight up, 2 and 6 against the spread away from home this season. So when you look at the Warriors not losing back-to-back games, then you take what they've done on the road, it's not good. It's just not good. But they are 5 and 0 this playoffs and after a loss, 5 and 0, 15.4 points is the margin of victory, which is another thing that I've been using to my advantage here. Another note there have been a propensity of blowouts in the playoffs this year. You've got to know that all three finals games have been decided by double digits. And I've just been pounding alternate lines. It's again, first three games. I have taken whatever team that I've been taking. I think I lost the first game. I bounced back the last two games, whatever team I'm taking, I'm just hitting the alt line at minus nine and a half double digits after double digits. And again, if it fails tonight, that's fine. I'm already up units. And in all likelihood, I think that there are going to be double-digit finishes in this series going forward. Now, if Boston wins tonight, I don't know how much longer this series is going to last. Maybe six games? Maybe. So it's very pivotal. Very, very pivotal for the Warriors tonight. Um, another note, refereeing. Some people take it into account when they're betting. Some people don't. Interesting trend here. Eric Lewis is the main ref tonight. Okay. Over the past three years, Boston 19 and two straight up, fifteen and six against the spread, where he is refereeing the games. Fascinating. Last thing to discuss. I know it's a popular, popular bet is Draymond Green unders. Always the unders now. He's just not getting it done. He's it looks like he'd rather play linebacker than play basketball. And you can blame him. He's all the podcast is getting him off his game. That's a bunch of garbage. These guys all do things on their own time. It happens. You know, it just so happens he's doing a podcast and everybody's listening to it. I think the issue here is that he's cooked and he's been thrown completely out of his game. And he's just, he, we're seeing him age in front of our eyes. And more than anything else, the Celtics are just big. They're, he's facing big dudes. He's not facing little guys anymore. He's not facing guys that he can push around. Now he's facing these Celtics who are bigger and stronger. Is it the beginning of the end for Draymond? Is it a steep decline? We'll see. And I think tonight's going to tell us a lot. Does he bounce back after having horrible games in this series? Does he bounce back? We know he's one of the smartest players in the league. Can he use his mind to get back into this game? Or do we see the Celtics pulling him around? I'm not so sure, but I am sure that I'm not betting a Draymond Green prop tonight. All right, so that's my first bet with the Warriors. The second one's going to be a baseball bet. The Colorado Rockies, a team that I watch. Uh, unfortunately, I waste a lot of time watching them. I mean, they're pro- it's profitable to do so, but it's tough being stuck in a town with a bad baseball team when you're better because that's all we're going to have here in July and August. But here we go. Chad Cool, uber sinker ball pitcher. Joe Musgrove, one of the best pitchers in the game. It's something I'll touch on later on in the show, but I just want you to know my play tonight for the Padres and the Rockies, first five under four and a half runs. The juice is higher than I normally go, but I have a strong conviction in this pit. It is minus 141, first five under, minus 141. You've got the Padres at home, bottom third in the league, and OPS, weighted runs created, slugging percentage. And I'll just tell you now, and this is from the eyes and their stats to back it up. There's no worse team, eh, maybe two or three teams that go on the road and hit like the Rockies. They are absolutely abysmal, abysmal. So tonight, first five, under four and a half, Rockies taking on the Padres in San Diego. Rockies playing good baseball, too. They just won two or three in San Francisco after losing a dozen in a row to them. When we come back, though, we're going to switch the scenes up and really get a nitty gritty breakdown from a guy that loves betting NBA pregame. He's been on this show before with me. His name is Fred Astaire. Again, I don't remember his actual name, even though I work with him. He's with Rump Cure Bets, and he joins me next on V Sin. Volksbetting Netflix.
1: If you dare.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary. VTW, avoid, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
5: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Rivers has launched a, city of, a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective, just like my CityCast, the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. We've got them in Chicago, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now my old home in Washington, D.C. with Frank Hanrahan. Love the guy. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get podcasts. And welcome back into Rush Hour. Holden Kushner for Danny. Let's talk some more NBA Finals. Game number four coming up in Boston tonight. And joining me is Spread Astaire from Run Pure Bets. Always good to be joined by my friend Spread Astaire. Again, we've been working together for a couple of years. I still have no idea what your real name is. And I guess it doesn't matter because everybody loves your nickname, Spread. Wonderful to see you again. A little excited about what's coming up tonight in game number four. Hopefully we'll get a single digit margin of victory. Yeah, Holden.
6: Excited to be on here talking with the NBA finals for you. And yeah, we'll see, you know, and I've talked about it before. Uh, but the three pointer, it you know, it's this proper way. It's a great strategy. Rick Berry was was championing this in the nineties. You know, finally came around twenty fifteen. They've done it. And it's the smart way to win. The problem is it does lead to bigger margins of victory.
5: It does. So here's what I've been doing the last, uh, actually, since the Eastern Conference Finals. There was a couple of games in the Eastern Conference Finals that didn't work out as well as the Western Conference Finals. But I'm now betting alt lines at minus nine and a half. Just saying, okay, if you're going to give me plus two fifteen, two plus two fifty, and these games are going over, why not make a sprinkle there? And that's what I've been doing. Double digits. Holden, Seems like every in game in the last in the last sixty five
6: games. With the spread of six or less, the spread has not mattered for the NBA finals. Just just no. pick the winner. Just, just pick the well, winner. W- with those short spreads, pick the winner. And that's the case that we have tonight with the Warriors uh, currently be around four or four and a half, depending on where you shop.
5: If you like the Warriors, why would you just not take them on the money line then, is what I'm saying. And then even the alt line, if you want to go with them minus nine and a half, you're probably going to get ridiculous numbers off of that. So you and I are on the same page here. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, At this point, uh, you tell me it's because of three-point shooting and Rick Barry and everything. I tell you, it's just not stopping. Is that really the reason why for all these blowouts the three-point shooting? Yeah, it is. Um,
6: And I wish I could explain it in a more cogent manner. I've tried before, and it's been absolutely terrible radio, uh, so we won't do that. Let me just jump (laughs) into why I do like uh, the Warriors tonight. Um, You know, first of all, it'd be great for just the NBA fans that aren't gambling. I'd much rather see a two, two series going into that game five on Monday night uh, rather than a three, one series, but uh, you know, two teams and both of them have this problem. You know, these teams don't play well off wins. You know, the Boston Celtics seem to really relax off wins, even in their post game interviews and in the interviews I watched this morning, this team really relaxes off a win. I've said before, if if Adoka could brainwash his team, To feel like they were coming off a loss for every playoff game, they might have gone 16 and 0 uh, these playoffs, but that's simply not the case. Then we look at the Golden State Warriors in this playoffs, 5 and 0 on the road off a loss, and in this with this team since 2015, 14 and 2 against the spread coming off a loss on the road. So uh, I really like the Warriors to bounce back here tonight. There was a lot that I saw uh, in Game Three that made me think that hey, these guys are just really close. And what happened was they got they came out a, a little flat. And they got popped in the mouth. And, you know, we know they're going to go on a run in the third quarter. It's do they go into halftime at a big deficit? Are they making up a huge deficit in that third quarter or do they go in tied and can they build their own lead? So I expect them to come out strong tonight. I really like the Warriors on the money line tonight.
5: I just spent a full 10 minutes starting the show talking about this Warriors third quarter bet because it doesn't stop. And I'll say this again. If you're going to get in on it, get in on it now, because if the Warriors are trailing at halftime, you'll see the number like it did in game number three was minus 109. Warriors money line going into the third, but in game, because they trailed like they did, minus 143. How much are you buying into this trend here, spread? Because I'm 100% into it. It has been profitable. And it's not just something that's popped up this year. Really, their third quarter dominance goes back to 2015 spread.
6: That's right. And they've talked about it before. Steve Kerr's talked about it before. I've read articles and and seen great breakdowns of it. And what they do, this team is just fantastic. Their assistant coaches are looking at the plays that they want to run in the third quarter. So during the first two quarters, the assistant coaches are sitting there saying, this is working. This is not, they have an excellent idea, right? They come in, they get feedback from the players. Then they push back. They say, Hey, Guys, this is what we want to do. This is what we've seen so far. This is what's working. This is what's not. And that's how they're able to make this adjustment. This isn't blind luck. This isn't that they, you know, drink an energy drink at halftime to really get themselves going. They have a process and it works. And then we look at a Celtics team that's been not good in the third quarters, even before this series, this was an issue for them throughout this whole playoffs was their ability to make adjustments at halftime. So like I said, this is a Celtics team at, uh, Hold on, They're like these uh, VH one uh, behind the music videos, right? you know, everything goes good till they get that level of success. Right. And then, you know, about half hour into the episode, everything starts to go downhill uh, because the bands can't handle success. I kind of view the Celtics the same way. You know, this is a team that, that has a little problems handling success. So I expect the Warriors third quarter trend to continue and I'm going to keep riding it until the wheels fall off.
5: All right. So we're both on the same page here. Warriors plus nine and a half per 100 possessions in the third Celtics minus 7.6. So exactly what you were talking about there you like the warriors. I feel like if the warriors are going to win, Draymond has to wake up. He got, he's just gotten beaten up. I know he's tried beating up everybody on the Celtics, but they're big and they're physical with him. Does Draymond have to step up tonight if the warriors are going to win? And I think if you say yes, then you think Draymond green is back because you're taking the warriors. Yes, I do. I think
6: he's going to have a great game. And you know, what's funny It's it's so often, um, you know, this will correlate to our prop betting. I don't necessarily think that Draymond needs to have that huge statistical line in order for the team to get the win. Uh, he needs to be there on energy and, and, and on offense, right? And let's be honest. He's a net negative at this point of his career. You could look back. It, I, he shot 40% from three in, in 2016. Wow. And he's absolutely terrible from behind the arc now. So, so I don't know what happened there, but still this warrior's team has a defensive rating that's eight points higher when he's on the floor. So uh, regardless of his deficiencies on the offensive end, they still need him on defense. They still need to get those stops that allows this team to get out in transition. And let's be honest, that's where the Warriors are going to need to win the game tonight. Uh, This Boston Celtics is an excellent team when it comes to half court sets. They, They, you know, they do have an advantage in the half court, especially defensively, but no team, even a team as good defensively as Boston is, and this is one of the best defensive teams I've seen in the last five years can stop this warriors team in transition. But the key to that is getting stops. And that's where they're going to need Draymond green tonight. They don't need a big statistical performance from him, but he needs to bring the energy. He needs to be that quarterback on the defense, right? You know, setting up or middle linebacker would be a better (laughs) analogy, right? But setting the defense, getting the guys in the right spot and making sure everybody knows their assignments. And if he does that, you know, I expect the Warriors to come back. Let's make this series 2 2. Let's get a classic here out of these NBA finals because we've had a lot of blowouts, you know, in these NBA playoffs, Holden. I think we deserve some memorable basketball.
5: It's been bad. I mean, listen, a couple of these games have been good, but they ended up in double digits, which ultimately, I don't know why Kerr was taking guys out with two minutes left uh, the other night. They lose by 16, but still, this is the NBA finals. Nobody needs rest at this point in time, right? But um, on the Boston side tonight, Time Lord, Robert Williams, can he make the impact he made on one days of rest? He's had multiple days of rest, The knee has been bothering him. What do you think about Robert Williams tonight? Because I was looking at a couple of his props. Yeah,
6: Um, statistically, I'm not sure. What Which props were you looking at? Because um, I, was, I think he's going to yeah. continue to get the blocks. I would like him on the blocks. I think he'll continue to get the steals. I like him there. I think he'll continue to get rebounds. So I like him there. I don't think I would go for a points prop or an assist prop. And I think I'd stay away from the PRA. I think I grab those peripherals, rebounds, blocks, and steals. If you're going to play some props on Robert Williams.
5: Yeah. I was looking at the under six and a half rebounds, actually. I mean, he just exploded with 10. This is a guy not normally known, you know, to be the big rebounder for them. But I was at least looking at that and I might hit it before game time. Spread. Plug why are you going go to well, go under there?
6: What? Because I don't think.
5: Yeah, I, I, don't, I just, I saw 10 rebounds last game. I don't see it uh, in the past. He did not put up those type of numbers and he's coming off one day with an injury. Uh, I don't like it. I don't feel good about that. My concern on taking that under there is
6: he gets so many of the uncontested boards, right? When the okay. Warriors shoot a three and then they fall back because transition defense is so important now in the NBA. You know, when I was growing up, holding they taught you, you know, you, you attack that offensive glass. How many rebounds do we see in today's game? Uh, where they're simply uncontested rebounds, and it's just which of the three guys is going to grab it. So that would be right. my concern there for for Robert Williams. Uh, but I think you might have a point. You know, is he going to get a shorter leash here or less minutes here uh, coming mm-hmm. off that injury? We know that he's not 100. percent. So uh, I can understand your thinking there.
5: All right, buddy, we got to run at Spread steer on Twitter. Correct?
6: That's where I'm at. You come find me, and uh, you know, producing tons of great NBA and tennis gambling content until the NFL season starts.
5: The music is playing. Spread a stare. Thank you so much for the time, my friend. Take care of yourself. Next, Connor Allen, 444.com. He went every single game the sports, sports. The NFL will find out his findings next on v the Sports Betting Network.
0: This is Rush Hour on v the Sports Betting Network.
5: BetRivers Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same-game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combination. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with same-game parlays at BetRivers. Go to the BetRivers Sportsbook app or BetRivers.com. Make your baseball same-game parlays today. And welcome back into Rush Hour. Holden Kushner from the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers, hosting today and for Danny. And time to talk a little bit of NFL. I've got a lot of NFL, actually, to wrap up the show. We spent most of the first half of the show on the NBA Finals. Connor Allen joins me right now. Connor, Connor Allen's with 4for4.com, the number 4for4.com. Runs the betting side over there with BetSpurts as well. And I I follow the guy on Twitter. He's terrific. And what he ended up doing, allegedly, 444 minutes. It took you, Connor. Come on, man. He he went through every single game of all 18 weeks in the NFL. He looked at the spreads, and he found some stuff. So, Connor, first of all, hello. welcome, Welcome to the show. Wonderful to talk with you. Second of all, what did you do? 444 hours, I don't even think there's that many hours in a year. So talk to me here, did you really spend 444? And what did you do to try and find all these findings that we're gonna find out about?
7: No, I mean, absolutely not. I, I, I did not spend that much time. The, uh, the these threads on Twitter lately, uh, I think everyone just like makes up the number of hours that they're putting in, they're just such random numbers. And so I oh. thought it'd be funny to play a little you know trick on like, I work for four, for four so I'll put like 444 hours. Not everyone got that, uh, but, you know, I thought it was funny. Uh, and so some people did think I worked that long, but which, you know, hey, if, if they think it's good enough for that to happen, then, you know, that's, that's awesome. But in terms of what I actually did, um, I basically just went through all the spreads and looked at how much a team was favored by, converted that to a win probability, and essentially uh, added that up and basically made an implied win total for the whole season. So kind of like using that to leverage win totals and kind of see – how whether sportsbooks are being honest with us, and or if they're overly adjusting for, say, like the Packers are favored in fifteen games this season, but their win total is ten and a half. So should they be favored in fifteen games, or should there is their win total too low? It's kind of one of those things where you're able to kind of cipher through it and uh, see what, like you know, whether or not they're being honest. So you said you found you
5: dug stuff up on six teams, right? Six teams. Can you give us some stuff on the first two, and then we'll get into those other four later, but. What did you find from these results when it comes to teams and betting?
7: Yeah, so, so one team here that I thought was really interesting would be the Chicago Bears. So right now their win total is six and a half. Uh, and they're only favored in two games this season. And I think that that's really concerning for mul- multiple reasons here. Their offense obviously has many concerns. Their offensive line is projected to rank in the bottom three, adding no one uh, noteworthy to the offensive line and turning over a bunch of starters. Their pass-catching group is made up of Darnell Mooney, Byron Pringle, Velas Jones Jr., 25-year-old rookie. Defensively, uh, I mean, they're, they lost Khalil Mack, probably going to trade away Robert Quinn, and they were already middle of the pack last year. Uh, not to mention a new coaching staff, which is uh, they hired defensive-minded Matt Eberflus from Indianapolis as well as... Uh, you know, a former Indy DB coach who was previously with the Vikings as defensive coordinator as well. And they uh, were bottom three in, in yards uh, and pass, uh, points allowed during his tenure. So I am not hiring the Chicago Bears at all. Under six and a half wins, I think, is a very interesting bet. And, I, I mean, I it's tough to really like much there. And I think that Vegas is telling us they're only favored in two games, despite the relatively easy schedule.
5: The only way they they get over there is if Justin Fields just has a revelation, right? I mean, we, oh, we've absolutely. seen... Quarterbacks and mobile quarterbacks carry teams here, but I think that's the only way they get over that. I want to talk to you about the Buffalo Bills. This is a team that everybody's in love with, favored to win the Super Bowl and most books. They added, you know, some offensive pieces. They added Vaughn Miller defensively. What'd you dig up on the Buffalo Bills, Connor?
7: Yeah, so their win total is 11 and a half, but they're actually favored in 15 of 17 games this season. And in the other two games, they're not even underdogs, they're pick'ems. So they're technically not, if you want to rephrase that, they're not an underdog in a single game this entire season, uh, which is pretty incredible. And then, as, as you mentioned, they added Von Miller, Roger Saffold, Tim Settle, Daquan Jones. Uh, they also drafted Kyrie Elam to kind of help their secondary. Beyond that, uh, some another metric that we like to look at, uh, Buffalo has the most net rest in the league. So essentially, if you look at when a team plays another in terms of whether they got a bye week the week previously, or they're facing a short week. All that stuff matters in season. So we look at that every week. You know, this team's coming off a short week. This team is coming off a bye. So we look at it cumulatively over the course of the season. The Buffalo Bills have the most net red rest edge uh, over the course of the entire season.
5: Uh, Connor Allen is the uh, sports betting manager for Four for 444.com and Spurts as well. And the team I need to talk about is the Niners. So we think that Trey Lance is gonna be the quarterback at this point. We think, I mean, Jimmy G is still there. There's always rumors he's gonna be gone. There was rumors he was gonna be gone last year and that never happened. So talk to me here, how do you look, how do you find the lines on the Niners? You come up with these implied totals, but how do you trust it given the uncertainty under center?
7: Yeah, it's really hard to trust. So their win total right now is nine and a half, a little bit of juice on the over, but they're favored in 13 games this season with a 10.1 implied win total, uh, if you kind of add everything up. So the market's telling us basically that they think the 49ers are going to be you know, even better than their win total suggests. They're actually only underdogs by more than a field goal in one game this entire season, and that's week eight on the road. They're three and a half point underdogs against the Rams, and uh, look at lines, which it's pretty interesting because I think that they're a lot more volatile than the market suggesting. As you noted, Trey Lance is, could be under center. He needs to take a big step forward uh, if they're going to be putting up the numbers that the market's kind of already baking in. Uh, so I think that if you want to bet on the 49ers, you're probably better off betting like a, a Super Bowl or you know an NFC title versus betting their win total because I think that they have a really wide range of outcomes. It's based on everything we've seen from this team and their, their offseason was overall a net negative. So I think it's really tough for me to take a look at this win total and not think that Vegas has gotten a little bit out ahead of themselves, especially with some of these look-ahead lines here. So the last one I want to discuss with you is the Bucks, And,
5: you know, this has been all over the place. Brady retired, then he comes back. And the implied win total is what is The win total is 11 and a half for them. So they need to go 12 and five to get where they need to be. Um, can we go over on the Bucks? I mean, this is Tom Brady we're talking about. I don't know when it's going to end. What did you dig up on the Buccaneers and what do you think about their prospects of going over that 11-and-a-half win total, Connor?
7: Yeah, like the Bills here, so they are, their win total is 11 and they are favored in 16 of the 17 games, and they're only a pick em in one game, and that's actually at the 49ers. And, I mean, as we just talked about, I think that they could very well be a favorite entering that game by the time they ended up playing them. Uh, they have the fifth most net rest in the league, and their implied win total is right above uh, their actual win total at 116 and I, I just don't think that they're overcompensating, or they're compensating enough for how much Brady's return matters. I also anticipate them probably getting Rob Gronkowski at some point, and Brady calling him out of retirement. And they also have the 12th easiest strength of schedule of uh, opposing win totals of teams that they're going to play. So I think all of those things are adding up towards a Bucks lean towards the over 11 and a half wins. So when when you
5: looked at this and you you're, you came up with all your data, you found it, you put it together, and you like the Bucks. But what would be the one bet? that you, really stands out to you, that you love after doing all the research? Which team total looks either soft or one that you just like a lot?
7: Yeah, there's one in particular that I really like, and it's a team that I've been bullish on the whole offseason. And after I did this research, I just thought it was incredible. Uh, the Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles, their win total right now is nine and a half. They're favored in 12 games on uh, part of that's because they place the second easiest strength of schedule, but uh, you know, I mean, they added AJ Brown. They have one of the best pass blocking offensive lines in the league. They added multiple de- great defensive players throughout the draft. They're just in a great position to succeed, potentially win the division, which is over plus 200. But I think you're looking at a team that's favored in 12 games and made a bunch of great additions. I think they're in a great spot to go over their win total this season.
5: Wow. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, before I let you go. I know you're watching the NBA finals tonight. It's a big story in sports tonight. It's the biggest one
7: who you got and why. Yeah, I like, I like the Celtics to, to win and cover. I think that they have been, they haven't even really played that well. And I think that they're still in a good spot here to potentially uh, win and cover. I like the Warriors in uh, game five, but I think that this is probably the spot here for the Celtics to take one more. Did you jump on that Warriors
5: third quarter bet at any point in time during the last seven years? <laughs> I did. I mean, they've been crushing him in the third quarter. They've been crushing him. I love it. It's absolutely beautiful. It's just the gift that
7: keeps on giving. Connor, real quick, plug your stuff and we'll get you out of here. Thanks so much, Holden. Uh, yeah, so four for four football. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Connor Allen NFL. I do uh, weekly podcasts, move the line, and I also do weekly betting articles every week of the season. Wonderful. Thank you, Connor. You take care of yourself rush hour presented
5: by bet. Rivers is going to continue. I'm going to continue talking about the national football league because I'm going to handicap the NFL coach of the year. Plus recapping the best bets as well. Didn't get a chance to dive into what was going on with the Rockies and the Padres and why I liked that game under in the first five. Plus, if we got time, bet. Rivers cool little special out there right now. I don't know how much longer it's going to be up there, but Aaron judge to hit over 59 and a half home runs plus 250. Hope I got time to get to it. So we got some more NFL, a little bit of baseball next on VSIN, the Sports betting Network.
1: If you dare.
3: Zumo Play.
1: if you dare.
3: play
6: This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network.
5: The VSIN summer special is here for only $39. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com. And subscribers are going to have access to all of it, including my man Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. I want to call all these guys my main man, okay? I'll just do it. My main man, Jonathan Von Tobel, he is going to have the best bets right through the NBA Finals. My main man, Andy McNeil, going to break down all the action on the ice with my Colorado Avalanche all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well. I mean, we're sitting here around 50 something days away, but who's counting, right? God, I can't wait till it's back. Not to mention continue your Best Bets premium articles covering golf, UFC, NASCAR. You want the full Vsin experience with features, daily Best Bets emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up right now at vsin.com/summer. Okay. Welcome back. It is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. My name is Holden Kushner here with VEASAN, of course, but I host the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. So if you're betting on the Stanley Cup finals or you ever want to bet on any Denver teams, check my podcast out. I get deep into the avalanche. We've had a great run here in the postseason. Pretty good with the Rockies as well. We'll see how the Broncos do this year. We got Russell Wilson in town. The Nuggets, two-time MVP. we got a lot of cool things going on in sports out here, one of the best sports town in the country here in Denver. So Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. Listen, subscribe, say nice things about me. I'd really appreciate it. Okay, let's get into some odds here in the NFL, because I want to talk about the coach of the year, the NFL coach of the year, and some interesting things that I found as I was researching this over the last 10 seasons. First of all, The winner is on a team that has won at least 11 games. So if this team is not going at least 11 and six, and I know it was only a 16 game season before, we'll keep it at 11. If you don't think a team's going 11 and six, the coaching of the year probably ain't coming from there. That's the first thing. Second of all, they like to give it to newcomers. Uh, Sean McVay, 2017, Matt Nagy, that didn't work out too well. 2018, Stefanski in 2020. So, You've got young guys that are coming in here. Now there's the exceptions. John Harbaugh won in 2019. Last year it was Mike Vrabel. But I think when you're looking at this, um, at least a little bit of a lean towards some of the younger coaches. Okay. There you go. Now, what about the list? The list how is Brian Dable the favorite? to win the coach of the year. He doesn't meet the criteria of getting even close to 11 games. I'm not touching this play. The giants don't look like a team that could finish close to even nine wins. Now, if he turns Daniel Jones into a legitimate NFL quarterback, we'll talk about it, but I'm not buying it. And then the next guy in that list is Doug Peterson at 14 to one. And in order for that to happen, he'd have to get the Jags to nine and eight and it's not even the 11-win threshold, but I think that we can grade Jacksonville on a curve just because they've sucked for so long. Pardon my French. They've been the doormat of the league the last couple of years. If he can get Trevor Lawrence on track, they've got a defense that can improve. He might be worthy of a play here. Not going to bet it, though. Dan Campbell with the Lions. Did you know he's getting most of the wagers and the money of any coach in the league at a couple of books? That just blows my mind. It doesn't make sense to me. I am under the uh, just, I, I just don't think the Lions are going to be competitive again. Okay. I don't understand the hype. Good friend of mine, who I think was on Vison the other day, Eric Moody with ESPN, he loves the Lions. I looked at him. I said, I think you're crazy. You know, Dan Campbell, what about Dan Campbell inspires you to want to make an NFL Coach of the Year wager on? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Kevin O'Connell's an interesting one. Comes over. He was with the Niners staff. He's now in Minnesota with the Vikings. They've got a good quarterback. They've got a team that was a little bit middling uh, over the last two years. I like the new coach. I like what Kirk Cousins can bring to a team as far. Well, do I like what Kirk Cousins? I I do. I like Kirk Cousins as a mediocre quarterback, but he's got the running game. And I think he's got the best wide receiver in the league. Offensive player of the year. I'll tell you this much. I already put a bet down on Justin Jefferson, but are the Vikings going to be a team that wins 11, 12, 13 games? Defensively, I don't think they address that side enough to where they're going to be unsiv like uh, They were civ-like last year. Let's, all right, I'm biased here, but I'm going to get to Nathaniel Hackett. Okay, he takes over, and I can't believe I'm saying this, a perennial loser in the Denver Broncos. No playoffs for six years now. Seven and 10, last place in the division for the third time in four years. Fangio's out, Hackett's in. He gets a great quarterback. He inherits an elite defense, a wonderful running game, and he's got a good shot to win this award if the Broncos can manage 12 wins and an AFC West title. And I think those are all possible, okay? The biggest detractor in this is that the Chiefs and the Chargers are going to be tough to take down. I think a 3-3 and season in the division is probably going to get them to the playoffs. Is it enough for Hackett to win? Uh, You know what? At 1,600, let's do a little sprinkle-sprinkle here. We'll take that. Nathaniel Hackett. Um, The other guy I'm looking at here is Sean McDermott. Good bet for me. Okay. Good bet. The Bills have a shot at the best record in the National Football League. I think all of us would admit that. You've seen how this organization has moved Josh Allen along. And I think that McDermott was in the mix last year. And when I check out a 25 to one, a plus 2,500 on a guy that could be the head coach of the team with the best record in the NFL, 15 and two, 14 and three. I know he's not one of the youngest coaches. He's only been in the league as a head coach for a few years, though. I think that's the way to go. So, my two best bets the NFL futures that I'm finding here on Bet Rivers, Hackett at plus 1600, McDermott at plus 2500. I'm probably going to end up putting one or two more plays in there because I think that's the way you have to handle futures. Um, it, it, you've got to put more than one or two bets in. Cover your bases. Put four in. Sure, if I put four bets in, is that killing? You know, my ceiling? Absolutely. But I'm guaranteed a nice profit, right? If one of these four guys hits, and I'm not going to go with the with Brian Dable and the fifteen to ones. Now again, Hackett sixteen to one. Okay, uh, McDermott at twenty five to one. Let's figure it out if we can find somebody else around eighteen to one. Maybe a little longer shot. As well. So I think when we're betting futures, especially award futures, make sure you get in there with more than one bet. Two, three, or four is really my comfort comfort zone there. Uh, want to wrap this thing up with one thing to talk about that is going to upset our producer, Stephanie. She can't stand the Yankees. I'm sorry I ratted you out on on international broadcast here, but there is a really cool special on Bet Rivers right now. Aaron judge over 59 and a half home runs at 250. I thought this was so cool. So cool. Because why would you bet this? There's a lot of season left. Well, Aaron judge on pace for 63 home runs. The problem is there's just no margin for error here on this bet. Okay. Judge has to stay healthy and he has to be more consistent than ever. And he's in a contract year and that's great. And he's performing at the highest level of his career. As he leads baseball and slugging, OPS, OPS plus, basically everything, runs, home runs. But it's his durability which is going to keep me off of this bet. Now, if you're saying you're crazy, he's got a contract here. He's going to play in 150 games. If you told me Aaron Judge was playing in 150 games, I'm betting this over. You tell me Aaron Judge is definitely playing 150 games. I'm betting over 59 and a half home runs. I just cannot trust him in that durability. Big dude, violent swing. We've seen the injuries in the past. But there's no question if there's one guy in the league that's going to have the best shot of hitting 60 this year, his name's Aaron Judge. Health issues keeping me away. If it doesn't keep you away and you do think he's playing 150, go there. Absolutely I think it's a great bet if you think he's gonna be there. But in his four full seasons, he's missed 131 games. That's a lot of games. He's made it to 150 games just once. Does it happen this year? I think if it does, he goes over the number. But the bet is not for me. All right, recapping best bets from the show. We're gonna go with the Warriors money line first quarter game for the NBA Finals third quarter, I should say. Warriors money line third quarter. It is at plus money at plus 104 on Bet Rivers. Rockies. Padres First five under four and a half runs. Didn't love the juice at minus 141. I would take a stab at four if we're getting that closer to even money. Also want to thank my guests today. That was a lot of fun talking to my pal, spread a who I think everybody's on the warriors third quarter bet at this point. Right. I know he's on it. He's back in the warriors tonight. I'm not there. I'm not there. I will likely wager on a Boston money line at plus money. Um eh, yeah, that'll be the way to go. And thank you to Connor Allen for four to four, four for four football as well. He runs the betting site over there. Very, very sharp guy. Stephanie, our producer. Thank you very much. Sorry for writing uh, you out on the Yankees, but you know, you tell me something it might end up on the air. My name's Holden Kushner. Follow me on Twitter at Holden Radio and check out the Denver city cast presented by bet rivers. And thanks for checking me out on V sin V sports betting network.
1: if you dare.
3: Play.